Welcome to Shorthand States, the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast, with me, Matt Fallais, and Mark Ogier. The two of us have been reporting on the states uh, all day, and this is the third day of this states debate, the, the great tax and spending debate. Um, we can't report that the states have uh, reached anything close to a conclusion, because they haven't. Um, the day started with uh, Deputy Salisbury's self-styled fairer alternative amendment being debated that didn't include GST but did include a range of other tax increases and some spending cuts. Um, nine hours of debate uh, across three days on that amendment and in the end it was defeated by 24 votes to 16. Um, now Mark you uh, weren't covering that debate but you were listening to uh, part of it in, in the media room. Um, did you think at any time that, that it looked as if that amendment might be approved or was the outcome quite predictable? I think it was fairly predictable from what I was listening to. I think a lot of people were um, concerned that it wasn't going to be doing enough to, to make the money that was needed. And I, I, I wasn't particularly aware of the, the, the scale of the, uh, the vote against, but it didn't really surprise me. It didn't come as a shock, I don't think, to anybody who, uh, who was listening in. No, and uh, afterwards I interviewed Deputy Salisbury um, and she was very clear, or c quite convinced, that it was a c kind of loyalties in the States, this tribalism that we've reported on a lot, which uh, in the end um, defeated her amendment. And, and she still feels that her amendment was the only tax plan that has any chance of getting through the States. Uh, but, but that one um, was ditched. And then we came on to uh, an amendment from Deputy Charles Parkinson, which was, um, at least in principle, to remove 010 company tax regime, move to um, a territorial system of tax, which he's been promoting for, for some years. Um, now, Mark, you were reporting on that. Uh, he put forward a very powerful uh, and articulate case, but it, but he, he never looked as if he was going to get close to a majority. And in the end, it was heavily defeated, wasn't it? That's right. I only got 11 votes. Um, in favour in the end and I think you've got to hand it to Deputy Parkinson you cannot accuse him of not being tenacious he really he's been trying this year in year out whenever he's had the opportunity to try and get more corporate tax um, and he's he says that the situation at the moment is because we have this 010 regime that a lot of jurisdictions look at us as a tax haven um, and if we got rid of it then things would be better uh, and as you say, he was very passionate, but then you get somebody like Deputy Lyndon Trott, who's equally good in this sort of area, who then stands up and basically says, well, no, that's not entirely true because there are places, and I think Deputy Jonathan Otoko has pointed out, there are places out there which have corporate tax regimes and they're still regarded as tax havens. So perhaps Deputy Parkinson wasn't sort of being quite as, as open as he could have been. Uh, and the, the great thing was, as I said, Deputy Trott always on the ball with these things and I think he was bobbing up and down a bit like a yo-yo during that debate um, with members allowing him to speak during their speeches to clarify particular points because he was dead against it although um, he does believe that in the long term we will have to do away with 010 but the important point that everybody made was we cannot do it on our own it's got to be done at the same time as Jersey and the other man otherwise we run the risk of people taking one look at us and saying they've got corporate tax oh let's go to Jersey where they've got 010 so yeah, not yet, but Deputy Parkinson's day will come. Whether he's still in the States to see it, <laughs> we don't know. But it, it, was a, it was a good effort, and uh, I've written quite a substantial piece on his speech and the debate for tomorrow's paper, so hopefully people can see then the, the, the way things went. 
Yeah, I think even his critics are now saying that he'll be proved right, Deputy Parkinson, in the end. Yeah. Uh, but it's not the right time, in, in their view, to, to move to a territorial system of tax. Um, we then uh, finished the day three with um, a slightly unexpected amendment from Deputy Karl Meerveld, which proposed taking GST off the table um, and uh, I think making £10 million of cuts, spending cuts over the next few years. Um, and then uh, if there uh, and reviewing corporate tax um, and if there was still a shortfall in a few years time then the whole issue of tax and spending would have to be revisited I mean it looked like a, a delaying motion by another name didn't it um, and in the end that was quite heavily defeated with only about a quarter of the states voting in favor of it but what was very interesting was that a majority of the policy and resources committee although this amendment included removing GST completely, uh, actually abstained on that amendment. I thought that was quite surprising and I spoke to Deputy Peter Furbrush immediately after the state's meeting and asked him why he and a majority of his committee voted that way. Well, because uh, we thought that uh, it was a matter that uh, the state should decide upon. Uh, we're not withdrawing our proposition. States members should vote on GST, uh, but that's why we abstained. We thought, leave it to the states members. If there clearly is a uh, an overwhelming view of states members, which there wasn't, that that should be the end of it, then they could have made that vote. So that's why I abstained. I can't say why the other my two other colleagues abstained, but that's my that's my reason for abstaining. Um, so so far, none of the other plans have come close, really, to getting a, a majority. Uh, there hasn't been a direct vote yet on GST. Uh, there may be conversations about other amendments that will emerge between now and mid-February. But does your position remain, and do you think it will remain until mid-February, there should be a straight yes or no vote on GST? Certainly on that particular issue, there should be a straight vote on, uh, a vote on GST. Whether there are amendments made which bring in other proposals which uh, can be based on the fact that GST may fail or the vote for GST may fail. But yes, I think people have got to nail their colours to the mask and say yes or no. Uh, and if they say no, then uh, if in three or four years' time they decide that they're going to say yes, they can explain why they said no in a couple of weeks' time. That's a, a, a principled position, a consistent position, but realistically, you must know that you are unlikely to get GST through the states, don't you? Yes. I mean, I'm not going to stand here and say uh, that I'm confident because of I'm not. I think we will not be successful in the GST vote. But I think it's so many people have put in so much effort in relation to that. And uh, I think, I mean, I'm speaking for myself now, not everybody else. I think people would like to know that I genuinely believe it's in the best interests of Guernsey and Albany, but I wouldn't be putting it forward otherwise. And if, 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 and it's a big if, if in two and a half years' time I decide to stand for an lecture, that's a big if, who knows at my age. Uh, then, and they don't want to vote for me for that reason, well, that's a matter they can take into account. But I know I can hold my head up high and say I've done what I believe is correct. One final question. You've sat through three days of debate, many hours. Do you think now it's more likely, even than it was when you arrived on Wednesday morning, the states will not back any tax plan and will emerge in mid-February or whenever you emerge with a, with a final outcome without having solved the, the issue of the, the long-term deficit? Well, I think that is at least a possibility. I mean, we've got to see, uh, we have started, well, we've always been willing to talk, but we've had now some discussions which are, I'm not saying they're going to lead us to the promised land, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens over the next two weeks. But you're right, we could, on the 15th of February, whatever the debate continues, we could end up at the conclusion of that date with no long-term solution.
So they were Deputy Peter Fairbrush's views at the end of the third day um, of this debate. And the states will now adjourn uh, until the middle of February, their next scheduled meeting, uh, when they will resume and pick up where they left off in this tax debate. Uh, it seems to me um, unlikely that they will be able to finish debate uh, in, in one further day. I think they will probably spend most of that next meeting in mid-February um, on the, the, the issue of tax. Uh, but Mark, it, it doesn't really look um, as if the, there's going to be a majority um, at the end of, of the debate, whenever that comes, uh, in favour of any um, particular tax plan, does it? No, I'm. This is what I think is worrying a lot of people, I, and I don't know what is going to happen if they vote out everything, which is very possible um, given the uh, opposition to GST uh, and the feeling that you know it's something that uh, people just don't want to see. So I no, I've got. I think it would be a dreadful situation to come back with nothing. What may well happen. We've got a few couple of weeks now. I think we may well see some more amendments where they will be looking at trying to uh, to grab as much of the thing, save as much as possible, uh, and perhaps come back with some alternative that uh, does away with GST, but perhaps raises less than what they want. But at least it's better than nothing, which is what they could end up with if they're not careful. Yeah, I mean, Deputy Furbrush seems to be saying that they're they're prepared to compromise on quite a lot. They want a straight yes or no vote on GST. Um, some states members. Uh, and I think this may have been behind Deputy Mirvell's late amendment, are very concerned about um, their political allies voting for GST and then having to go into the next election, uh, having to, um, to, to, to wear the, the badge of having voted for GST. Uh, so there are bound to be discussions between now and the time when the, the, the states resume in mid-February. There may be further amendments. There are a whole raft of amendments already tabled, which the states haven't got to this week. Um, so we will be back here in mid-February to uh, report on the next stage of the tax debate. In the meantime, in Saturday's Guernsey Press, there is full coverage of today's uh, proceedings in the States. So for this episode of The Shorthand States, uh, that's it for now. Have a good weekend. <laughs>